Hello, Beyond Radical fans. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, probably about two months now. Uh, just been really busy uh, with work and trying to fit this in. And my travel schedule has been pretty crazy. Um, so I apologize if there have been any listeners looking for new content. But I'm going to do my best to stay pretty consistent with what I'm doing and uh, I mean I've missed a lot I know that there's been a ton of stuff going on uh, with protests and rioting and cities burning people getting shot on both sides people getting murdered on one side the other I believe was self-defense issue but yeah looking pretty scary out there pretty dangerous it's a very interesting time to be alive and to watch this all come together yeah it's it's been really interesting we've got an election coming up just here in a few days so it should be interesting we'll see what happens i have my own predictions of what's going to happen either way i think there's going to be some chaos so i hope that you are ready for that um and you are Locked and loaded. <laughs> Who knows which way this is gonna go? Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of things going on in uh, in the world with big tech censorship. Um, a lot of that happening. I mean, I think right now, currently, uh, I think it's only Instagram has taken away the hashtag uh, ability, so that nobody can hashtag anything to try to stop the spread of misinformation. Uh, we know they've done a good job of doing that, right? That's sarcasm, people. Uh, they, it's, it's been interesting to watch the hearings on big tech and what's going on with censorship and what they've done with the New York Post story on Hunter Biden and his laptop that is incriminating a lot of people, even those running for president. Um and it's not disinformation, misinformation, Russian hacking. It's legit. The media is not covering it. I mean, they covered all the other stuff for the Trump campaign when they were saying it was Russians and all that. And there was zero evidence of that. And yet they ran with the story like mad and had no problem uh, letting people tweet that out or share stories or anything. But yet when it comes to the left... They've got an issue with that, and now it's all of a sudden they've become the arbiters of truth and wanting to make sure that the information is not disinformation all of a sudden because it hurts their candidate. It hurts the person that they'd like to be in office. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty interesting thing to watch uh interesting to see protests happening uh, interesting to see um cities burning down uh in the name of black lives matter uh type stuff um yet it seems to be a bunch of white people that are the ones getting arrested for starting fires and burning down black businesses in neighborhoods and it's it's puzzling to me um, that this is that this is going on and not being stopped and being allowed. Police are being told to stand down. You know, it's it's funny. I just saw an ad on 
I think it was on Facebook that they're trying to push this new uh, buy Black Friday. Um, a little play on Black Friday, but uh, yeah, buy Black Friday. So that uh, you are encouraged to buy from Black-owned businesses. I kind of laughed at that um, because a lot of them were burned to the ground. <laughs> Who are you supposed to buy from? Uh, it's it's pretty it's, it's it's pretty sad that those businesses were burned down and neighborhoods are being uh, looted and 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 um, taken advantage of in in the name of Black Lives, but yet those lives and those livelihoods did not seem to matter to those people. And you had a bunch of people and politicians and athletes and celebrities uh, backing them and saying, well, we understand why they're doing it. We understand the, 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 uh, their feelings and we need to look at that. And, you know, I'm sorry, but that's a bunch of BS. It's, 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 they're not affected by it. And those communities are affected by it. And those business owners are affected by it. And it hurts them. And it doesn't help them. And when businesses are looted and when businesses are taken advantage of like that, those businesses typically do not come back. And it's hard enough that they're being looted during this whole pandemic while our economy is shut down. People can't shop because we're on lockdowns or we're on limited ability to go out. You know, you have to wear your mask everywhere and all this. Uh, and, and they're already hurting. And then here we go. Every other week, something new is upset people and they go out and start burning cities down. It's happening now in Philadelphia. It's just frustrating to see. And it's just people taking advantage of a situation when uh, there's really no call for it. And I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I, I think when the election happens this next week, uh, one of two things is going to happen: Trump's going to get reelected, and chaos will ensue uh, because they didn't get their way. They didn't get what they wanted. Orange man, bad, and yet he's still there. You know, we, we're going to riot, and we're going to contest, and we're going to do everything because we're throwing a temper tantrum because our youth were not disciplined or told no throughout their whole lives, and, and they were told that everybody is, is the same, that everybody is special, and everybody is a champion. Everyone is a winner. Well, that's not true when you come into the real world. Everybody isn't a winner. Everybody isn't special. There are very few. But what you do about it is up to you. Self-responsibility. That's what we need to be teaching our children. To be responsible for their own actions. Be responsible for their own lives. None of this collective bullshit. It matters what you do. And we need to teach them right. We need to teach them right from wrong. Not to be heartless. 
There are issues. It is that you need to teach kindness, obviously. I think you see that a lot. But then you have the other side of things where people are just wanting their way. And they get upset when it doesn't happen. So they throw a fit. It affects other people and their businesses and their neighborhoods. And police are not allowed to discipline and what I mean by that is they're not allowed to enforce law and stop the looting and rioting. They're being told, stand down, this is a good cause. It doesn't matter. It's so hilarious that these people are out here rioting in the streets without masks or a lot of time, most of the time with masks because they wouldn't be out there with a mask whether we had a pandemic or not because they want to hide their identity because they're a bunch of pussies that don't want to get in trouble <laughs> but mommy and daddy see this on tv and they see it's me doing it i'm gonna be grounded yeah maybe not because a lot of your parents are out there too so they want to hide their faces from what they're doing the other thing that may happen is that biden wins how i don't know but let's say he wins well chaos ensues <laughs> Because you see, when a brat gets their way, a brat's going to want more. Now they know what to do to get their way. And they're going to continue to do it. Because they know that Joe Biden is not really in charge. They are. That if they can burn cities, and they can yell and scream, and they can do all this, they're gonna, he's going to bend to their demands, no matter how unconstitutional they may be. So either way, be prepared for what is coming. It's going to be interesting. I had the pleasure of having to be in Portland and Seattle next week for work. So we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> uh, I think things will be all right. I'll be able to get through. I'm just going to make sure I rent a very large truck. Uh, <laughs> so that's what's going on right now. Amongst other things. It's, it's very interesting to see what's happening. Um, one of the most disheartening things that I've seen. And it, it, it's very frustrating. And, I'm, and it kind of pisses me off that... More of the church is not outspoken about it or backing them up. Is what's happening with our Jewish brothers and sisters in New York City who are protesting the mask mandates and lockdown mandates and limits on synagogue worship and who can come and who cannot um, or how many people, rather, uh, can be in a building and they're getting shut down. They're having police come in to their homes. I've seen video of that. Uh, neighbors calling the police and saying, hey, there's too many cars in the park in the, out on the street. Someone's having a get-together. Someone's having a party. And it's, and it's the people having essentially a Bible study or a Torah study, if you will, 
you know, worship together in, in a home. And here we are, neighbors telling on neighbors. It's very interesting because that's what's encouraged. If you see somebody having a party or having a gathering of more than 10 people, call the police. That's not allowed. And our Jewish brothers and sisters are out there trying to exercise their right given to them by God and in, and backed up by the U.S. Constitution. But yet, these governors are allowed somehow to enforce these laws or these mandates. Again, they're mandates, they're not laws. The church sits back and watches and does nothing. I mean, some Islamic leaders were backing up the Jewish community. Where are the Christian leaders? Where are they? They're laying down. Well, we need to obey the laws of the land. It is incorrect. You have a God-given right to the freedom of religion, to worship whom you please and how you please. And our church leaders aren't saying anything, that I've seen at least. All your big players have not done anything. They've not said anything. They're letting this play out. It breaks my heart. This type of thing is has happened before in history. And the outcome was horrific. If we don't stand up for each other, there'll be nobody to stand up for. And when it's your time, and somehow the government goes too far in your mind, because in my mind, they've gone too far already. But wherever that line is for you, when they cross it, there will be nobody to stand up for you. Nobody. Because you wouldn't stand up for them, and they're all gone. We have to stand up for one another. We need to pray for our leaders. No matter who it is, you pray for them. If you don't like them, you still pray. You pray that God move in their hearts. That God's will be done. Now, I've seen some things on my social media account from friends that were pretty disturbing. I thought I had better friends, but apparently I don't. <laughs> uh, I guess you can say they're more acquaintances than friends for the most part. But I, I don't like to associate necessarily with people that are... I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to think of themselves, I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know how to say it. 
But anyway, uh, a buddy of mine that uh, I saw he posted, I was like, really, dude? Like, that's okay. I see you. He basically said, um, posted up a thing and said, fuck Trump. And if you vote for him or if you voted for him, fuck you too. And it caught me off guard coming from this particular person just because I didn't think they thought that way. I mean, I never didn't necessarily think they were a Trump supporter, but uh, to go and post something like that, I think that's where we are as a society. A lot of people feel that. And that's when we start getting into trouble. That's where we start getting into trouble. Because if we cannot have conversation, where do we go? You want to be so far or surrounded with people who think like you and you get caught in an echo chamber then you have no room for new ideas or different ideas, nothing to challenge you. And it's important that we are challenged in our thinking because then it makes you think. And I like what Jordan Peterson says. He says, thinking is not easy. It's a very difficult thing to do. Because it takes time. It takes effort. You have to be able to essentially argue with yourself. Not put up a straw man to knock down, but really sit and think from the opposing side and their viewpoint. And really try to make an argument for their point that you contend so that you can think everything through. Thinking is not easy. Many people don't think. They let media think for them and be their mouthpiece. They don't try to look at any, both sides. It's their way or the highway. I try to look at both sides. Most of the time I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, I try to look at both sides of things and take viewpoints into perspective and, and really try to look at what the other side is saying because it's important to do that so that you can try to understand what their thought process is or why is it they're feeling the way they're feeling? What is it that they've seen? What is it that they've experienced that maybe you have not experienced? And see, some people, people don't, they don't, they don't do that, right? Uh, I've got friends on, on the left side that they side with them on on every aspect. You don't know their struggle. You don't know this. You don't know that. 
you don't know that that's not that that's true or not on my side because you don't know me. You don't know my life. Right? And and it's kind of one of those things like you don't know if I've struggled in life. You don't know where I came from. Just because of where I'm at now does not mean that there was no struggle. Right? I didn't come from a life of privilege as you'd like to assume. But they just want to look at skin color and think that that must be true. You come from a life of privilege. And so many people think that. And it's funny, people that actually, people that think that usually have lived a life of privilege and they're looking for a struggle. And so they decide to live vicariously through somebody who is struggling through a side who says that they're struggling, that they're oppressed and that they're this and they're that. So they've tried to put themselves and live through them to say that there's a struggle, that there really is something that they that they are lacking. But they don't look at both sides. They just look at them. They hurl themselves into that because they never had to struggle. So they're trying to find something to struggle for. Because again, it's important to be challenged. To have goals. To aim for something. You need to have aim to have purpose. But otherwise you're just lost. You're just lost. And I see that a lot on social media, through people I interact with. Um, and it's, it's sad to see. It really is because this is the greatest nation on the face of the planet. In no other nation can you start from the ground and be in the ghetto, in the gutter, and work your way up to becoming very wealthy in a short period of time. It may be a short time for you, may not be a short time for me, or vice versa. But it can be done in this country if you have aim, if you have purpose, if you have drive. Nothing can stop you. We have that freedom. And what the radical left is wanting to do is to take that freedom away. Right? When you start talking about the redistribution of wealth, taxing the rich, I mean, Biden's tax plan, 67%, I think it is, if you make over $400,000 a year, 67% of your income, 67% of your income. goes to the government. And you see what's funny is that people think, yes, this is a great idea. They're going to redistribute the wealth to the people, thinking that they're going to get cash in the bank. That's not what would happen. It would just be the redistribution of wealth into the government, into government programs. That's what it goes to. 
It doesn't go in your pocket. No. They're redistributing the wealth through these special programs. So you can go here and go get your bread. Go here and get your cheese. You can go here and go get your education for free. It doesn't go in your pocket. And your education, what's it for? Nothing now. I'm not going to get into the educational system and where our universities are because that'll take up another hour. <laughs> we'll do another one on that because it's it's very interesting. The, 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 the decay of the worth of a degree and what our universities have become. But we're just looking at it from this little aspect of wealth redistribution. But your degree becomes nothing. And who in their right mind is going to be motivated to want to become wealthy when you're going to take 67% of my income? Why would I want to make that much if, you, if the government's going to take it? So now you're taking away innovation. People aren't going to want to innovate. They're not going to want to become wealthy because the government is taking most of their money. And now don't think that this is a one-time deal. Because once the government, much like the little crybaby teenagers and 20 years or whatever, Gen Zs and Millennials that are riding in the streets, once they see they can pick your pocket, they can continue to push and take more. I mean, look at where the taxes are now. I mean, the Boston Tea Party was over, a, a, a I think, a 2% tax hike. <laughs> It was going to raise the taxes from like two to four or something like that. Uh, you know, it was a bit, it was very little. We started a revolution over it. And here we are, 30, 40, 50%, depending on your tax bracket. It's too much. Forced to pay into Social Security. It's It's, it's ridiculous. But when you take away the incentive for innovation, it all goes away. When socialism takes over, those that, you little people that are protesting in the streets and wanting socialist socialism in this country, you're going to stay right where you are. You're fighting the 1%, you say. Well, the 1% is just going to get richer. The government's going to become more powerful. And you're going to be stuck in the gutter. Because it's not going to help you. You could look at any socialist country and see where this has worked. It hasn't. Oh, but it hasn't been tried correctly. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't work. But yeah, there's just, I don't know. 
There's a lot going on. A lot going on. I've had a lot to think about. It's been a very interesting time. And I know we can get through it. I know we can get through it. We can make it through and it's going to be okay for a shorter period of time. I, I mean, obviously, I mean, with the way things are going, we're obviously getting closer and closer and closer to the rapture or the second coming of Christ. It's the way the world is going. Eventually, we'll get there. But it seems like, obviously, every day we're getting closer. But with the technology that we have and the things that are going on, you have to remember that when you look at Revelation, you look at the picture it paints. There really is no entity that would define America or the West for that matter. Well, I guess the West in the sense of Europe, but uh, this side, uh, North America, there's nothing in there that really describes it. Which leads me to believe that it won't be a world power anymore. So, eventually we're going to get down that road. I'm hoping that the Lord just raptures us up before that happens. But, if not, he will see us through. But right now, all we can do is pray. Because God's mind can be changed. He's the one who knows when the coming's coming. If that makes any sense. <laughs> and if we pray and we seek the face of God and we ask that his mercy and grace be poured out and that eyes are opened to truth and to start a revival in his church, he can do it. It needs to be done. There needs to be a revival in the church. There needs to be a revival. Because the way Christianity is going now, and these woke, so-called woke Christians, they serve another Jesus. And they are leading people down the wrong path. They are a bad shepherd. And God will deal with them. But there needs to be a revival. And I think there can be. I think there will be. I think that's enough for today. I know this was kind of sporadic and everywhere, but we'll get to more detailed subjects as the weeks go on. Uh, like I said, I'm going to try and be more consistent. Um, if not every week, then every other week. But we'll get something going here. And uh, just uh, remember when you vote, vote the way of freedom. Whoever stands for the Constitution more, and whoever stands for life more. And that's all I'm going to say. And uh, we'll see you uh, next time. Thank you for, for listening.